0: Then I was about twenty-five years old. I was uh, busted and into jail, and it was there that I came to the Lord. History Makers with Matt Prater. Prater. Hi and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking with Pastor Ryan Valley from River Life Baptist Church. He's a boxer and a preacher. We're going to hear a bit of his story. Welcome along, mate. Tell us where were you born and raised. Good to be here, Matt. Thank you. And uh,
2: yeah, I, I was born in Cedar Woolley, Washington and uh, that's about an hour north of Seattle on the west coast of the U.S., and uh, raised primarily in that area. But my dad was a church planner, so we actually happened to be uh, a few different places uh, growing up. And he's a French-Canadian, so we're in Canada as well. So I actually hold two passports, three passports now, married in Aussie. And uh, it's a bit of a joke around the, the whole staff and church that in public, I often say I'm Canadian just to avoid extra conversation. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm, I'm probably a little bit more from the U.S. Yep. Uh, but, you know, I've been in Australia now 11 years and love Australia and consider it home.
0: Very cool. So tell us a bit about your upbringing. Obviously, you had a religious upbringing. Were you always full on for God or did you fall away at one stage? Tell us about your faith journey. <laughs> um, I would say it was a, a
2: fairly... Um, Typical pastor's son without any of the fireworks, though. <laughs> I I always would just kind of go to church because my dad, of course, is uh, preaching on Sunday and um, was always involved. But I would say it probably wasn't until I was about 17 years old where I thought this is worth all of my life if it's true um, or it's worth nothing, and I need to explore this for my own sake. So at that time, I began um, listening to the audio... Bible that had been given to me by my dad every single night before I go to sleep. And I would, I just felt like I was going from color, uh, black and white TV to color for the first time. I was seeing things, um, my imagination for life and the words um, that I was hearing uh, through Christ, uh, Christ and and the gospels um, ignited my heart for what the church is called to be and become. And great invitation we shared through him. And so I wore the tracks right off the reel of those tapes and went to CDs at that time and really just felt in my own self, grabbed it for my own self and said, this is worth the whole of my life. And the church the church that I was seeing in so many places across the U.S., I thought this is, should be the most exciting place on earth to be, and most exciting community to be a part of. And uh, I want more for what I'm seeing. And so I studied psychology first and uh, then went on to study theology, uh, primarily because in our hometown, it was a kind of um, a middle-class working uh, country town, still significant size, but um, there's a lot of issues with addictions and um, things like that. So we started doing AA and CA, which is Cocaines Anonymous, running in, in, uh, at, at the church at night. Um, we built a ch- giant kids facility. It was a McDonald's play place, but like three or four times, the, bi- the biggest one you've ever seen probably. We had a, a, an artist from Disney come in do all the walls. So during the day, you have this family center in the church, and at night we'd have uh, uh, support groups. Um, and the culture of the church just came alive and just loved it. Um, we're seeing lives transformed, um, and it was a beautiful thing. But that was a bit bit about yeah growing up for us.
0: Wonderful. And tell us about your uh, step into ministry. So obviously you, you grew up with a strong faith. Yeah. Um, after you studied, what, what kind of career did you have before you got into ministry? <laughs> <laughs> well, I,
2: I would do everything while I was studying. I was, uh, I built furniture for a while. Um, I did sales and, uh, worked with a guy who was the entrepreneur of the year at one, uh, won this award in Canada, uh, in Vancouver, Canada. And, uh, I was do, do whatever I could just to get through university and uh, also be a part of the church. Mm-hmm. So I, I had a lot of things different going, um, different things going. Um, but I ended up uh, just um, coming to a point where my, my, my dad had asked me to, to step in uh, to take over from, from the ministry he was doing. Um, I just didn't feel it was the right time. So I brought, helped bring in, facilitate another church to come in and continue that ministry. My brother did stay on in ministry in that local area. But I found myself at a point where I didn't know what was going to come next. I booked a flight to come out to Australia and uh, just came out to visit a friend I'd studied with, Dave Benson, who is a lecturer at Malian, It was a a pastor and now is working for LICC in in, in the UK. But uh, uh, ended up just meeting somebody special. And then um, obviously a, a job opened up at the church that was just suited to my background and my heart as well. So that's what brought me out oh, this cool. way.
0: So the church you're at is called River Life Baptist, yes. formerly known as Kenmore Baptist. That's right. And they've got an incredible building. Uh, I've been there a couple of times for, uh, I saw for King and Country and Wren Collective uh, perform there. Uh, it's a state-of-the-art facility, and we had a combined church service there recently, which was absolutely awesome. Um, it uh, was a long dream come true when you moved into that building, hey?
2: Oh, man, it's such an exciting... Community be a part of. It is great to have a beautiful facility, Mm -hmm. but the the greatest joy, of course, is the community itself. Mm. Um, There is such a a heritage uh, that we, a rich heritage that we have at this church, and um, it's so excited to see its heart for reaching out into the community Mm. and uh, growing and developing in our walk and faith of following Jesus. Mm. And part of that uh, is obviously. You know, being a place that's alive to life, having these concerts and mm. being available to, to for these sorts of things. But the city prayer gathering um, is something that I think is just a, a, such a poignant moment where it's a heart for what we have in our shared faith across the city. Mm. And if we can facilitate it, that's great. It, it really stems from this heart of prayer that uh, we can gather uh, with one heart, one voice for the city God loves mm coming from uh, Jeremiah 29 7 that talks about seeking the prosperity of the city praying for the city to which God has placed us and that's our city mm. is Brisbane and it happens in our everyday life It doesn't
3: matter which side of the track you
0: Today we're speaking with Pastor Ryan Valley from River Life Baptist Church. He's a boxer and a preacher. Well, I love joining in with the, the city prayer gathering. Uh, so in 2020, it was in King George Square in the middle of uh, Brisbane City, and hundreds and hundreds of people were there gathered, uh, praying from all over. And I know you've had it there for a number of years, but because of COVID in 2021, you couldn't have it there, so you had it in your church building. But then we we actually crossed to someone in King George Square, and then we yeah. crossed to another church, and yeah, it's great. It was just a great sign of unity. Yeah. Uh, the Lord commands a blessing when we're in unity, doesn't he? Totally. Mm. And, I mean, we expect to be at King George Square again
2: uh, the first Sunday of the new year next yep. year mm-hmm. to continue on with what, what God started. Mm. But it started so small with a few people praying in the city and then watching it grow. It's been so exciting. And it's shocking to me. It shouldn't be a shock, but it is amazing how God has always moved in that space. You know, you're know, you in the heart of the city and, um, and you're hearing the, the worship and the prayer echoing throughout the city center and people are just drawn in from the streets. Mm. And um, we've seen people just walking off who are bystanders coming to faith saying, who are you? How can I get, we've had security people uh, a couple years back, literally who are like standoffish. Who are you? What's going on? And they're joining in in worship um, asking, how do we become a part of this community by the end? So good. And I think the unity uh, of our heart together, of, of seeking Christ together. Mm. Um, it's just a powerful witness, mm. and I expect it to grow. And it was wonderful that we could uh, continue on this year, um, hosted at River Life, but um, as you can see on YouTube, I hopefully can put a link in mm. at the end. Uh, mm. uh, people are still watching it uh, yeah. right now, mm. where people are really captured by this idea of we, sh- we are in this together mm. for moving forward, um, seeking the things of, of Christ and his
0: kingdom for our city. Yeah, we'll put a link to the YouTube in there because uh, it's great to see, you know, people like Wendy Francis from the Christian Lobby praying. Mm. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other pastors that prayed, yep. and the message from Dan Patterson mm. um, about revival, essentially, was yeah. just such a well-spoken, uh, anointed message. And he was in tears totally. as he shared his message. Yeah, um, just give us a, a bit of a summary of the the message he brought because it was so good, wasn't it? Uh, Dan really captured the moment well, where he was talking about
2: these movements. Uh, In the past uh, generations that have stemmed from various different times, um, from the Anabaptist movements uh, in history, where people would come and gather and pray for the city. And um, in their generation, they saw God do great things and um, revive places around the globe that people didn't think were reachable. They didn't think it was possible. And yet God moved. And he was saying... um, that was their generation, but this is our generation. Amen. Yep. And this is our time and our moment to where when so many things are shaking around the globe, that we can step forward and point to the one who can bring, bring stability, peace, and hope for our future. And it begins starting here and now today mm-hmm. in our lives. We get to be a part of it where God's people have been placed in his city for a purpose mm. And uh, and it's just Will we join along With what God's doing mm. And so that's something We answer in the way We live and act and, and go about Our everyday lives It's nothing spectacular At times But it happens In everyday ways What
1: happened to you I hear it all the time They tell me something
0: We're speaking with Pastor Ryan Valley from River Life Baptist Church. He's a boxer and a preacher. And, you know, I have seen so many uh, prayer gatherings and prayer movements be raised up in the recent, in the last few years mm. all around Australia, all around the world. And I believe, you know, that uh, prayer and intercessory prayer precedes revival. I believe we will yeah. see revival. Yeah, totally. And it's going to start by the church humbling themselves, getting on their knees, praying, seeking God's face. We'll see more and more of that. And uh, so, well done to uh, River Life Baptists for hosting it uh, in twenty uh, twenty one. And let's hope that there'll be many more uh, in Amen. the future, yeah. uh, not just annually, but just popping up spontaneously, uh, praying together. Uh, now, mate, another thing that I'm curious about you is uh, I've found out that you're a bit of a boxer, <laughs> yes. and uh, you've actually, you know, you got a you got a title in Queensland. Tell tell us what title you won recently.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, last year uh, I won. Uh, the Southeast Queensland Amateur Heavyweight Championship. Wow! Uh, by knockout in round two. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, but it is amateurs, right? So <laughs> um, I'm not going to be the next Jeff Horn, or don't expect to be anyway. <laughs> uh, well, I'm primarily there because it's a sport, it's fitness. I do it because it keeps me mentally and uh, well and healthy and yeah. fit, um, and also just community connection. Yeah. Um, you know, the doctors told me hey, uh, many years ago you got genetically high cholesterol um, in a nice way. I think they were saying, Hey buddy, you need to lose some weight. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, so I did, I started boxing, um, but it's also been such a great community connection for, for me, seeing uh, so many of these f- folks that I, I love and care about coming to alpha and get connecting in the church in ways that they never otherwise would have. And so often I get to pray with people, talk with people about what mm. they're going
0: through and uh, the PCYC of Anala and other areas where I'm connecting. So good, mate. And I guess if they disagree with your sermon or something, you know, <laughs> I, they better be nice to you, hey? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm a big softie, really. So, <laughs> Well, the Bible says to lay hands on people, you know, so you That's right, <laughs> fight the hands, good fight. You know hands, fight the good fight. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> One of my... Uh, uh, best interviews I did years ago was with Manny Pacquiao. Oh wow. Um, yeah. when he came to Brisbane and he had 10 pastors traveling with him. Yeah. Of course he's a born again Christian, one of the world's most successful bo- boxers ever. Yes. And uh, he's got such a strong faith in God. Totally. And really his life was heading down the wrong path Yeah. and he had an encounter with Christ. Yeah. What a great testimony and uh, a platform he's got to share his faith. Maybe yeah. you'll maybe you'll be, be the next Manny Pacquiao, you reckon? <laughs> so, <laughs> we can we can pray. <laughs> It, cool. is,
2: it is so good, though, because I feel like there is so many analogies in life in the ring where yeah. you, you do get knocked down. Uh, you have to learn to, to step back up. And uh, I feel like with your faith, it gives you that underlying confidence of a reason and a hope that uh, whatever is going on, um, you can be pushed up against the rope or get yeah. knocked down. You have a reason to hope to get back up. And the one that's with us is greater than, than yeah. our circumstance. So Amen. So good. That's good.
0: And, you know, I just believe, you know, there's been such a big focus on health and fitness, you know, yeah. being healthy and fit uh, in the secular world. Yeah. But what about spiritually? What about being spiritually healthy and spiritually fit? You know, there's, there's lots of great analogies. So I just love that. Well, mate, our time's almost up. Yeah. Before we go, there might be people listening uh, that have never heard the good news of the gospel, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, for those who don't know, what is the gospel and how do people respond to it?
2: The gospel is the good news of God's kingdom breaking into our world. Now, if you look at the stories of the Gospels. They're, they're people's personal accounts. It's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And if you look at Mark chapter 1, verse 14, it says, the ta- Jesus says, The time has come. The kingdom of God has drawn near. Repent and believe the good news. And what he's saying is this long-anticipated time where God is going to step into history to begin setting the world right um, has begun. And it begins as we repent, and that's not a scary word. It simply means to turn our lives towards him, away from the brokenness we see in the world, away from the things we recognize uh, needs to change in our world quite often, um, and turn towards him and follow him because he can lead us into the life that we've been designed to live for. And, um, And so this is the good news, that Jesus is saying, trust me, follow me. And um, all the signs and miracles that he has done, not only recorded in Scripture, but even from outside sources, historical so- sources, um, are a foretaste of what's yet ahead. When the blind see, the lame walk, those that are deaf hear, and uh, people's mental health are restored, um, these, and food is in abundance, these are miracles of what it looks like when God's kingdom rules uh, in this world and when his kingdom reigns. And so uh, it should give us our heart a reason just to light on fire and say, that's something I want to be a part of. And it happens as we say yes to Jesus in our life, following him and learning to live in with his presence in our life. And that's something that's available today. It's something that's yet to come in its fullness, but we can begin taking steps for that and a changed life, a transformed life. That starts today. And so if that's you and you're listening and saying, I would like to see... Um, see that in my life. Um, I might not get it all. I might not understand it all. Uh, you can take that step, uh, that first step even now in prayer. Uh, you can talk to a pastor, go, go to an alpha class. Um, they're listed online, um, all sorts of places.
0: Uh, but that starts today. Mm, such a good message. And Ryan, I can tell that you don't just talk the talk, you walk the walk. You, you believe everything you're talking about today and, and mm. what you do in your life. Uh, it's been such a blessing to catch up with you today, Ryan. I Pleasure. reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Great to be here. Bless you. If you'd like to hear this conversation again, listen online anytime at historymakersradio.com. There you'll also find links to all of our social media channels, and you can subscribe to our iTunes podcast. HistoryMakers is a faith-based ministry, and we want to thank everyone for their generous support. If you've got a suggestion of anyone we should interview, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless. I'm Matt Prater, and my challenge to you now is to go and make history. This year is the 50th anniversary for the Bible League. They're celebrating all that God's done in their ministry, and they're praying into all that He's going to do in the next 50 years. Ephesians 3.20 says that God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to His power that's at work within us. To Him be the glory of the Church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations. If you'd like to support the Bible League as they reach the generations to come, go to BibleLeague.com.au, station sponsor.
1: Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.